This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. Got one of my old buddies. We go back a long way, Butcher. Yeah, we do. We really do. Well, we're talking about Mitchell Nelson and all the way up through school and, gosh, most of our lives we've known each yeah, other. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And you've been connected with sports for a number of years and also education. I mean, that that's the... I guess that's where I've known you more than any other. I remember, of course, at Mitchell Nelson, but uh, being the the principal at uh, Walter Hill, you were one of the first schools that had an SRO in it. Exactly right. Eddie Farmer was our first SRO and loved him to death. He was a good guy. Yes, he was, and and, uh, uh, never worried about Walter Hill whatsoever because we had... You as the principal and Eddie over the SRO, and it just seemed like it was just the perfect uh, uh, place to go to. It was a wonderful setup. Yeah, we had a a good staff. Uh, We had a good family atmosphere, and Eddie joined in very well. Well, in fact, of course, I had known Eddie a long time, and I think I actually taught him years ago in school. Uh, We were we were really glad to get that. I think at that point in time we had to have 800 student enrollment. Well, I was really glad when we got there and we were able to get that SRO because I think they are a vital part. Because I, I go back and remember, you know, the, the good old days, uh, Mr. Jacobs and we called him Wide Herb and Mr. Baskin and, and other officers in the city. And, of course, Dad had a place uptown, and I got to know them, and they were all my friends. And, yeah. and that what we wanted the SRO and Eddie did a wonderful job with that sure did and would you have ever thought when we were going to school at Mitchell Nelson that uh, SROs would be uh, needed in our schools no never would have thought it yeah things started changing in fact it was changing quite a lot back in in the 80s and uh, um, I think a lot of it was the rules that you had to go by back then as far as being educators. Well, Things and, changed and, a lot. Well, that's true. Uh, yeah, the rules and, and being able to enforce those rules. And yeah. uh, I think at the time, Truman, I think discipline was, was really important. It was. Uh, and it's different to what it is. Today. I mean, they still have discipline, but not like we had it back in the 80s, I guess I would say. We had some... We had some wonderful students, yeah. and I'll have to say Brian Barrett because I got fussed at. I didn't remember Brian, but Brian was 
was one of our students uh, at Walter Hill. And has done would would you consider Brian a D student no, or a C student? I would say Brian was more of a B student. Really? Yeah. B minus? Well, no, I'd say a B or a B plus. <laughs> Brian, Brian was a good guy. Brian had good parents. Yes, he did. Uh, and they took care of everything as, as most parents did back during what we call the day, I guess. You didn't have any tech uh, subjects back then, did you? No, not there. He excels in, in tech-type situations. I mean, he keeps us going. And, and I, I guess I don't know how WGNS would make it without Brian Barrett. I, I don't think it could. Do, it, it wouldn't happen. But uh, when the situation has changed so much uh, over the years, you need a different type of leader that's in education, don't you? It, it, it's... Uh, um, there, there, there's so many other things, uh, almost impossible things to take care of in today's world because all of the the demands that are on people who are in education. Well, you're right. You're right. It, it's changed uh, with test scores and all the other things that go along with it. And now we've got uh, the virtual learning and distance learning and all that. It's just it's a different different. Uh, Different situation completely. And how do, how do you accept that as being a, a old hard line principal who uh, you took care of everything uh, when it happened in your school, no matter how serious it was? Well, I, uh, you just have to accept it uh, yeah. because of the rules and the regulations that are put forth. But yeah. I think that uh, I, at least I can speak for for teachers in the city. I think they've done very well, and principals have done well uh, to uh, maneuver, I guess I'll say, through mm -hmm. all of the things that they're going through, certainly since March of last year when all the the virus and all hit. It's just, uh, it's it's a lot of stress. Yeah. A lot of stress to it. Uh, Where in the world do you get your applicants from for, for being the new superintendent? Do you do you go to a um, uh, a house where the mentally ill are? Or <laughs> well, I mean, no. why in the world? I mean, you have to really love the kids to well, accept that position, don't you? You do, and I think uh, we have five applicants. We contracted through Tennessee School Board Association mm -hmm. back some time ago. I guess October, maybe, or yeah. earlier than that, uh, and we contracted with them. Uh, it, and put we put forth the regulations that we wanted, the criteria we wanted, mm -hmm. and presented it to them. And then they did the search for our applicants. And of all the people that applied, then they had a committee of which we don't know who that committee was. Yeah. And they reviewed the applications. And then they present us with, uh, this last time, five names. And if we wanted to interview somebody that was not in that list, we had that opportunity to do so. Mm -hmm. uh, but we did not. We we have uh, we took the five names and we interviewed them all last week, one each night or afternoon. And now the board will decide tonight, hopefully, that who we would like to offer a contract to. Did did you? Um, uh, 
give uh, of course you, you didn't know who they were but did but did, did you give out questions that you wanted them to be asked yes we had a set of, we had 10 criterion that we worked from mm -hmm. each board member had one criterion and three board members had two and we asked questions from those criterion now mm -hmm. the same question had to be asked to each candidate you yeah. couldn't change and we went through that process uh, we started the process at four o'clock every afternoon with the zoom meeting because of the covid crisis that we have and then at 6 30 uh, the board had the opportunity to interview each candidate one per night and we did that and then of course everybody took their notes and tonight we'll try to see if we can't find somebody that's applicable to our school system and can carry on the the legacy and the criterions that we have and move forward I like the the way you do it. You have no conversation with other board members uh, before you make that decision. Do you? Legally, you cannot do that, and I don't know that anybody has. To be honest with you, uh, everything has to be done in the open because of the open meeting law. Mm -hmm. uh, when that changed, so uh, it all has to be out in the in the public eye, and that's mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, that's all right, and that gives the public an opportunity if they want to. Now, in the Zoom meeting in the afternoons, if the public wanted to ask a question, all they had to do was write that question out in the chat area, mm -hmm. and then our moderator would ask the question that the public wanted to know. And we had eight or nine questions each night, mm -hmm. and and uh, they weren't all always the same. Different questions from different people, of course. And then we listened to those answers, and then we interviewed, and now we're going down the home stretch, I hope, to pick somebody to continue to lead this good school system. Were, were most of the uh, the private people, were, were they mostly Murfreesboro residents? Did yeah. they Or were, did, were they required to be Murfreesboro no, residents? No, you mean the... Uh, the, the the people that were not on the board that wanted to have their questions answered. No, anybody could do that. Okay. Anybody during the Zoom meeting could do so. And we have received, I'm sure every board member has, I have received about a, oh, 160, 70 emails. Wow. Uh, I have tried to answer every email that I've gotten mm -hmm. simply because. You were doing that when I talked to you. Yeah. I feel like that if if Truman Jones asked me a question, I feel like as a resident of this community, he deserves an answer. Mm -hmm. And uh, what if it was Hooper Peniel? I would still give Hooper Peniel an answer. Bless his heart. I know it. <laughs> uh, and basically, uh, what I told everybody was, we do we have a major task in front of us tonight. Mm -hmm. And I simply ask for people to keep us in their thoughts and prayers, and yeah. hopefully that we will pick somebody that will be adequate or above adequate for our school system. Now, what time is is, is the meeting? Six o'clock. Six o'clock. That's that's tonight. That's tonight. Oh wow! Now, will that be on the what the Murfreesboro Network? Yes, it'll be on Murfreesboro Cable TV. Sure will. We'll meet at City Hall and I'm not City. Well, yes, City Hall in the council chambers. Mm -hmm. Same place we've had the interviews all week, and it will be be streamed out live so people can watch. 
and see just now we have other items on the agenda mm -hmm. we've got two or three policies we've got to approve mm -hmm. and this uh, the selection of the director will be the last thing on the agenda do the candidates they won't know until t tonight right until tonight That's and i right. presume they'll all be there well they can be of course a couple of them uh well we have one lady that is from wilson county Mm -hmm. We have another gentleman who lives in Murfreesboro, but uh, he is employed at Franklin Special School District. Okay. But, yeah, they all can watch on TV or they can be present. Of course, it's limited attendance inside that room. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how they'll, I guess when it, when it fills up, then they'll keep telling other people they'll have to wait outside. When you were questioning each candidate, um, how much of their background where are you looking at and how much of the way they respond to, to each one of the questions? Well, I think you have to look at both. You, have, yeah. you, you certainly want somebody that's been involved in education and knows something about it. Uh, all of our candidates just, it was not a requirement, but all of them have a, a doctorate from ed, in education mm -hmm. and uh, we look at how they answer questions and their background, where they've been principal at, what kind of school they've been in, what kind of atmosphere that school have. And then, of course, we have the opportunity, if we want to, we can call those systems or people in those systems. Uh, I talked to a, a board member from Wilson County that I know I've been friends with for a long time uh, last week about one of the applicants, and I mm -hmm. know... Uh, a couple of people have called some others. You know, it's just it's trying to get references, just like you would if you were applying for any other job. Mm -hmm. The I, I know that you're under a, a blanket of all kinds of rules now that that really weren't applicable back when when you were uh, a, a principal. And um, do you ask any questions? Um, I don't know exactly how to phrase this, but there are a lot of things going on in the school systems that are mandated that really haven't been popular with sure. with almost all of the school districts. And and it seems like the the old ways of uh, teaching and reaching out to the the kids, the 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 relationships between teachers and and students. Um, are any of those questions asked uh, in particular as far as how they're going to respond to those type things? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, one And one question certainly, well, two or three, I'll give you one, certainly mm -hmm. had to do with opening or closing the schools mm -hmm. uh, pertaining to the pandemic. Uh, there was one question pertaining to what they have done in the past in regards to instruction mm -hmm. and how they've handled that and the changes. Uh, there was a question uh, that David Settles asked as part of his criterion, uh, what kind of speech have you made recently pertaining to education and who was it to. Yeah. Which gives you a little bit of an idea on how people feel about different parts of education. And it's uh, it's all important and it all hopefully will gel together and like I said, hope we'll get the right person. One of the, uh, it seems like the one thing that's bothering a, a lot of our parents uh, 
is virtual uh, schools. And I can see where they're coming from because you, you, you can relate probably better than, than most people. Um, you have to have a relationship with the young people to really um, get their attention and get them where they want to reach out to you as far as what, what you're relating to them. And was that one of the main questions that you have as far as uh, your, uh, the person that you're going to select tonight? Uh, yeah, we, we discussed uh, the virtual situation and teaching, and uh, that has to do with the instruction yeah. and how that, certainly that director or that principal or even that teacher, you know, how they relate to that mm -hmm. and what they prepare or what they have for their students to do virtually while they're not actually sitting in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's very difficult to teach some things virtually, but you have to do the best you can do because of the pandemic and because all students can't be in school at one time with social distancing and, and that sort of thing. You don't have enough room to have 20 young people in, in a classroom at one time. So you have to kind of divide it up. And that's what we are, have done in the city, uh, I read this morning uh, that starting January 25th, I believe I'm right, uh, that we are looking at trying to get everybody back in school. Mm -hmm. Whether or not that'll work or not, who knows? Oh, I hope so. You know, the pandemic could, could surge forward and we would have to go back from that. But that's... All, during all this time since March, since we've started this, uh, you never know from day to day exactly what you're going to be able to do the next day or the next week, as was in the position you were in in sheriff. Every day is different, yeah. and what happens today reflects on what's going to happen tomorrow and next week. Do, so you, it's, do, it's, you, do you look at the years of service? as far as each individual candidate and is, is it more important for them to have served in, in kind of a, a supervisory capacity or uh, is it their relationship uh, inside the classroom itself? You mean for the director? Yes. Well, I think, excuse me, I think both of them are important. Uh, certainly you want somebody that's had some experience in supervising mm -hmm. uh, because they've got to supervise a lot of a lot of folks, yes. not only out of central office but also teachers as well. And the experience that they've had in the past, whether they've been successful in uh, teamwork and that sort of thing, uh, is is very important. And I think that's something that that we have to look at. You you would have not wanted. Well, you would have rather have had an officer that you were hiring to have some experience most times than you would somebody just with no experience. And it's the same way with, with education. It's, it's good to have, certainly in a supervisory role, you'd like to have people who, the old saying goes, been there and done that. Yeah. And you'd like to have people that have been in a supervisory role and have been very successful in supervising other people and encouraging them and having good relationships with them in order mm -hmm. to continue to make 
everything runs smooth and do what you need to do for young people. Um, I think going in that particular uh, line, uh, one of the things that I really did uh, want when I was hiring people was to have a relationship in the community itself because every, every community is different. True. And it's like going to another world. I remember, bless his heart, um, I think he was from Indiana or Illinois, and and uh, they uh, they hired a person from outside this area, from up north in, in, in the county. This is Rutherford County Superintendent. You remember him. And... Uh, I, I, I've mentioned this probably too many times, but he, he would come down to my office, and he didn't know me either, but uh, he, he was trying to find out who were the people he had to see to get things done. He was just totally lost as far as what the community had to offer. Um, is, is that uh, even a subject that, that you even approached? during well, I, the question I, I think so I think you uh, it's good to have somebody that uh, can come in and, and know something about what your local school system is yeah and a couple of them uh, have stated those that were are not part of our school system now have stated you know they're going to use a little time maybe the first month or two months uh, to get out and, and to visit in the community and uh, not only that but also in the schools and just see what's going on and kind of get a better feel although they all seem to have a, a good feel on what's going on in our system but they, that's a way to, to find out uh, you can always learn from somebody else it's especially yeah. the principals yeah, yeah. Uh, each one has his own little uh, fiftum as they yeah, used to yeah, say that's true that and, is true. And, and, and you handled it as well or better than, than well, most I've ever seen. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Butch Campbell. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450 and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. If only I could spend my whole paycheck on new tires, said no one ever. Which is why Bud's Tire Pros makes buying Michelin tires simpler. Allison Mitchell at Bud's Tire Pros can help you out. For service you can trust without the hassle, visit your local Bud's Tire Pros in town. They offer a straightforward approach to service, and they include the nationwide warranty with every purchase. Stop in today to see their full lineup of Michelin tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. To find out more, visit BudsTireProsTN.com. Adams Place is founded by Dr. Carl E. Adams, a physician and lifelong resident of Middle Tennessee. He and Jenny May had a dream of building a campus concept of life care facilities for older adults. Adams Place Residential Living Director Terry Deal. Discover that senior living is fun. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. 
Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. Guys, you know that new Untucket shirt you've been eyeing? Well, you can save on your favorite styles with the new winter clearance event going on right now at Untucket's 80-plus stores and Untucket.com. Untucket shirts were designed to be worn untucked. They fall at that just right length so you can feel comfortable and look sharp. Save on our top button-downs, including wrinkle-free, performance, flannels, and more. Perfect for right now. So don't wait. Save on your favorite styles on clearance today at your nearest Untucket store or at Untucket.com. Bet River Sportsbook is ready to make this football season one to remember. All season, score at Bet River Sportsbook with free bets, odds boosts, and more. Player props, thousands of game lines, and live in game betting. Bet River Sportsbook delivers best in class sports betting experiences with outstanding customer service to back it up. Go to betrivers.com. And if you reside in a non regulated state, then betrivers.net has action for you. Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21, must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. About 1.30 Saturday afternoon, a car slammed into a tree on Daddy Green Road, trapping the driver inside. The victim had non-life-threatening injuries but was life-lighted to Vanderbilt Trauma Center. No word on their current condition. Last Wednesday, two public grocery stores in Smyrna were hit by a shoplifter who walked away with over $4,000 in merchandise. Surveillance cameras show the person of interest and Smyrna police are asking for your help identifying her. There's a picture posted on WGNSRadio.com and a number to call if you recognize who she is. Rutherford County Fire and Rescue called to a structure fire on Valley Bend Road Saturday night. Four of the six residents were home when the fire broke out. Reports show they received minor injuries, including hair singeing and smoke inhalation. The fire is under investigation, but appears to be accidental. The American Red Cross assisted the family. Governor Bill Lee backing special session legislation to deal with learning loss students have suffered during the coronavirus outbreak. The intervening to stop learning loss bill would require interventions for struggling students, while another bill calls for building better readers with phonics. There's also a bill on accountability, assuring students and teachers won't face any negative consequences associated with student assessments. The special session expected to start on Tuesday. The mother of a Nashville man charged for his alleged role in the unrest at the U.S. Capitol is in custody. FBI agents arrested Lisa Eisenhart in Nashville on Saturday. She's charged with conspiring with her son Eric Munchell to violate federal statutes. Eisenhart will face a federal magistrate judge on Tuesday. When news breaks, we tweet it. Follow us at WGNS Radio. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. At Heritage South Community Credit Union, we help when others won't. It's what our members tell us we do every day. Whether it's a loan for a car you need to get to work or saving for the future, let us see if we can help. If you live, work, worship, or attend school in Rutherford, Bedford, or Marshall Counties, you can be a member of Heritage South. Visit our website, HeritageSouth.org, to learn more. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. MTSU's College of Liberal Arts and the Sin Federal Credit Union present MTSU Arts, your ticket to hundreds of visual and performing arts events each year. During our 2020-2021 season, you can enjoy events virtually from the comfort of your own living room. Join the MTSU Arts Patron Society and enjoy member-only benefits. 
Visit mtsu.edu slash mtsuarts to learn more and join today. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. Mostly cloudy skies here this afternoon with a high in the mid-50s. Southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy alone here 29. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujitsky on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 47. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back with Butch Campbell. How come the, the conversations off the air are always different than the conversations on the air? Is there... Uh, well, most of the... We're talking about things away from the responsibilities right, that you right, guys are having right, to face right. tonight. You want to know about UT, and you know you knew that that was going to depress me for the rest well, no, of the day. No, no, not yes, really. you did. No, I really didn't. I you did. were firing cannons at me. <laughs> that's just that's a, a big topic in the news, certainly yeah. in the sports world, and you're very sport-minded, so you know. Uh, but I used to be very sports-minded. To be perfectly honest with you, I'd watch ESPN, all that stuff. I don't watch that. Well, I started to say a word I shouldn't say, but I don't watch that anymore i mean it, it's gone totally anti-sports and into other directions well but true. but but i do i haven't been to a basketball game in a long long time of course when my uh, sweet wife passed away uh i didn't go I- anymore but i always first thing i would see when i would go to the ball games was your hair, you what? had more hair than anybody the law allowed. I don't know why the good Lord blessed you with so much. Well, I don't know either, but he sure did, and I'm thankful for it. Yeah, and, and I, I love to watch you when I, I would be watching the clock and all those things going on. And you would always have a conversation with the referees before the game started. Now, what was that? We would just talk, just uh Friendly conversation. Uh, sometimes they would say, "Now, this rule has changed," or and that's usually early in the season. Mm-hmm. After that, used to Truman, we had to meet those of us at the table, Bobby and Mike and I, had to meet with the officials 45 minutes before game time, mm-hmm. just to say hello and for them to tell us any rules or whatever, and they wanted to know who was doing what. Uh, but now this year, we've not had to do that. Uh, Supposedly, there was a video we were supposed to watch, but we've not ever seen the video. And I think part of that comes as a result of an experienced table crew. Yeah. Because Bobby and Mike and I, because I've been doing it longer than the other two, but Bobby's been there a long time keeping the book, and Mike's been doing the shot clock a long time. And so it's kind of, I think... From what the officials say, they don't worry about the three of us at the table because we've been doing it a while. We know how to do it, and we've mm-hmm. done 
a good job doing it. I'm hoping that's the reason anyway. Uh, but, yeah, you just kind of, you know, it's just a, a hello and how you doing. We had a, a, a lady the other night who uh, worked uh, the men's game. And I asked her, I knew she had done college women, and I just asked her, why'd she make the change? And she said, well, I've, Butch, I've done just about everything I can in women. I've been to the Final Four, and I've done this and done that. And there was an opportunity. They were asked me if I'd like to do it, and I said, yes, I would. So she went from women's basketball to men. And I asked her if there was anybody else, and she said, yeah, there was another lady out on the West Coast that was also officiating. Uh, I've, I have seen. Uh, yeah. uh, I, I watched very little college uh, men's basketball. UT is the only thing, one I actually watch. But uh, I have seen uh, some ladies out there. And the pace is, is, there's not a whole lot of difference in the pace from one no. end of the uh, floor to the other. These, right. Some of these ladies could probably outrun the men. They, they move up and down the floor very well. Yeah. <clears throat> now, uh, before we get back to the other subject, tell me about MTSU's girls' basketball. I have been hearing all kinds of accolades for well, that particular team. Uh, I think they've got a good group of young ladies playing. Uh, yeah. Rick Enzel, of course, does a good job. He and, really does. Uh, they kind of fluttered Saturday night. Uh, that happens. It does. Uh, they were going into that game 5-0 and in the conference, and Florida International was going in at 0-5. Mm -hmm. uh, but now Biddle is 5-1, and and Florida International is 1-5. But like you say, that happens. It's hard to keep, to have an undefeated season Almost in, impossible. in any sport. Yeah, you know? especially uh, basketball because <clears throat> if your game is not on, uh, just like I was watching Tennessee play Alabama, the boys' team, and Tennessee was much better, but they could not throw it in the ocean. I mean, that was the worst shooting I've ever seen, especially from a top ten team. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It happens. But I love the way that Rick manages his team. He's always been right at the top of the level. He and uh, I, I, I don't know if he taught uh, Pat or Pat taught him, but, but they were very close friends. They were good. They were close. Yeah. Uh, in fact, when we and I'll give you this little sidekick, and then we'll get back to the to the director. Yeah. When Rick was at Shelbyville, remember for it well. all those years. Yeah. Uh, Bobby and I got to the point to where we would pick out during the state tournament the teams that we thought were going to do well and whatever, mm -hmm. uh, and we would all we would give them the coaches three peppermints. Three peppermint. Three peppermint. You Sticks. remember the old uh, candy peppermint canes? Oh, yeah. Okay, or Bob's Peppermints. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we started that with Rick. Uh, and then when he came to middle, we have continued that mm -hmm. with Rick every home game. And Is that lucky or unlucky? Well, it's... At one we, time, Peppermint, I think, was lucky. We tell him it's lucky, yeah. and sometimes it is. That wasn't lucky the other night, but it... That'll be the last one you'll ever give him. <laughs> no. And he'll, he will come over to the scorer's table every night when they come on the floor, and I always give him three peppermints. Why is it that athletes are, and coaches and things like that, they're very superstitious? Oh, that's, they are. They are. You know, I can remember back when I was coaching at Central, we got to the point where we were carrying uh, uh, 
what were they, hickory nuts? Yeah. You know? Yeah. We started that, and we won that night, and somebody gave them to us, and we just continued with it. It's, it's just superstition. I remember a lot of baseball players. Do you remember a pitcher, when he would go to the mound, he would always jump over the line, the baseline there. Yeah. And uh, if, if he hit it, then he might as well go back in the dugout because <laughs> he's not going to win. I, I love that. I mean, I, I love the history of all these things. And, and the history of Murfreesboro School System has always been at the very top. It has been. I, I, I mean, uh, uh, I can go back a, a long, long way. And it w Do you hear something? Yeah, it's all right. It's my phone. Oh. Why did you bring your phone in here? Is that what you went out to That's get? That's what I went out to get in case somebody wanted, wanted me to ask you a question. In case they wanted me to ask you a question. Oh, why did you do that? Or, or, so uh, I would miss the question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, tonight is the night. Tonight is the night. Uh, do you think that there will be a... Uh, all of the board members will vote for one particular person. Does one stand out as far as you're concerned? We're not going to name any names or anything mm -hmm. like that. But you are, I'm sure you already have in your mind the individual that you're going to uh, vote for. I think so. Now, I won't tell you that 100%. Uh, and I've got two out of the five that I think that I'm ready to put down on that first round ballot. Uh, what if the one that gets the most votes is not in your top two? Now, how how, how do you um, it, it will there be a, a consensus tonight, as far as you're concerned, where you will absolutely select someone tonight, or what if it, what if it doesn't go that way? We will select someone tonight. Okay. That's my that's my intention. I think that's the board's intention. That's what we have told all five applicants that we when we finished the interview process, that was one thing that I told them that we would meet tonight and we would select somebody and then we can offer a contract by February the ninth mm -hmm. and we would like to have the new director on board April the fifth. Wow, that's still now, way all the way. If if the board votes uh other than my choice, mm -hmm. okay, that's fine. You know, I can go with that. I can live with that because I really don't think we can go real far wrong with any of the five. And if that's the, you know, it's it's a situation where majority rules. It's yeah. just like voting on a policy. If if it's a four to three, okay, we go with the four. Mm -hmm. And that's that's because our board. And I will compliment our board very much. We are very, uh, I think we respect each other's opinions. We may not always agree, but we respect the, the other opinions. Mm -hmm. And we are committed to the point that whatever the board votes, then that's the way that we'll go. You know, I, I have seen really, because I've been associated with the county more than, probably than, than the city, I, I noticed some of the um, uh, reactions that are on the county school board, and it, it gets very divisive sometimes. I mean, the, the, the conversations are are um, 
not the type of conversations you want to watch sometimes in something that means so much as our education system. Well, and... And I know you probably have got more uh, time and grade in the school system than probably any of them that are on the board. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. On our board? Yes, your yes, board. Yes. Uh, yeah. Does it make a difference? And, and I've thought about this a number of times since things have changed on the school boards. Um, does it make a difference as far as when someone is looking at uh, the, the principals and all the individuals that are in, in the school system, should they have some type of uh, uh, background as far as education and, and those type things? Should, should that be a part of what needs to be changed in, in the school system? Or, or does, does that matter? I, I know, of course, the parents, uh, uh, being a parent with kids that have gone through the school system, that, um, they've got quite a, a background in education themselves. Well, and, and that's true, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess I'll answer that in this way. Uh, Ed Jordan, you remember Ed? Remember was, him well. Who was on the county school board for a long time, who was the board member. Uh, one, one of the, the brightest people I have ever known. Yeah. Uh, and, and he had common sense when it came sure. to education. And you were, of course, attending a lot of board meetings that I did before I became principal and after I became principal with the county. Uh, Mr. Ed told me one time after I was selected to go to Walter Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next day, in fact, he called me and he said, Now, Butch, you know I didn't vote for you. And I said, Yes, sir. I understand that. You know, that's fine. Okay. And he said, we'll give you a year, and if you can do it, then we'll keep on. If not, we'll change. I said, mm-hmm. yes, sir, that's fine. But later on, uh, he told me one day, he said, would you know why all these parents think they know how to run this school system and these schools? I said, well, no, sir, <laughs> not really. He said, because all of them have been there. Yeah. And they think because they've been in school, they know how to do things. Well, and that has a certain... That's the logic to it. There has a certain logic to it, but on yeah. the other hand, you know, I may have done something, I may have been around a whole lot of stuff, law enforcement, but certainly you know a whole lot more about that than I do. And I can't, uh, I can't dis- dispute what your knowledge is. Mm-hmm. And uh, parents sometimes, and I understand that, they get, you know, when it's my child, that's what I'm most dedicated to take care of and i think that is true too parents have they have uh, they have the right and the opportunity and they should voice their opinion you are uh, one of the best principals that rutherford county ever had what was it that you had to educate yourself to that you really didn't um, see that coming uh, there are a lot of things when you go into a job like that that uh, only the person that has sat in that chair knows about. You have to be able and be willing, I'll say, to listen. Yeah. Uh, you know, communication is a major factor. I don't care what it is in anything. It's in, in schools, in law enforcement, in government, in marriage, everything. Communication is very important. Mm-hmm. And you've got to listen. Now. Another thing <clears throat> that I noticed, <clears throat> excuse me, about Ed Jordan, 
on school board meetings. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of issues that came up. Some issues he brought up, and some issues he would take the opposite side on purpose. Mm -hmm. And I asked him that one time. I said, Mr. F., why, why were you against this? He said, Butch, because he spoke against it, but then he voted in favor of it. He said, Butch, you got to bring up all areas. you got, you got to bring up the other side of the discussion as well as you do the positive side of the discussion just to get it out there so people will look at it and understand all the different areas that you're looking at. And I think that's... The same thing when we get input from from parents in school or community members in law enforcement. Mm -hmm. You need to listen to that to get a little bit of the feel and a little bit of the uh, analogies of what the people out in the community and what the parents are, are looking at. That's the way you learn. That's the way you, you know, some, sometimes you have to make changes. Sometimes those opinions can change your mind, and rightfully so. That's why we have to listen to the people out in the public. You know, change is, um, it, it's, it's really interesting because it really works on our mind and we try to work out all the things we can accept and those things that we can't accept. And I remember when, when we first started talking about the school resource officers, it seemed like everybody was on board. And, and then I went to Smyrna and and talk to Bud because I talked to every principal that we we were wanting to bring into the program, and uh, Bud's was one in Smyrna High School, and I went in and started talking to Bud, and he said, "Now Truman, I just don't really feel comfortable doing it right now," and we I bet we talked for two hours, and it was one of the most pleasant conversations I've ever had, and it was a learning experience for me to see. Uh, how the principles are going to relate to what we were offering. And uh, I, I uh, perfectly uh, uh, went along with Bud because he's, I, I've known all the time that he was a great principal. Yep. He, 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 he opened up his drawer, big drawer on his desk, and there was all kinds of knives and everything that he had <laughs> taken over the years. And he says, I, I, I feel pretty comfortable that I can handle those situations and uh, I would tell him about what the things that we were looking at and I said whenever you're ready bud you just give me a call and uh, it, it was not a long time and my phone rang and it was bud and he was ready to go along with it you remember all the meetings that we would have uh, if, if there was some kind of uh, rule breaking uh, at the school system, uh, I would have a meeting with all the principals, and we would uh, uh, kind of um, uh, we would swap uh, our opinions on what was going on, and, and uh, it, it was almost a hundred percent of respect all the way across sure. the board, and that really makes a big difference, doesn't it? It makes a huge difference, and that's something you've got you've got to have. Uh, <clears throat> I know there were some principals, not only here, but other places as well, uh, who were not real happy with SROs because they thought that the SRO was coming in and infringing on the things they were doing. Yeah, the five-tum uh, was in trouble. Yeah. Uh, my opinion was I was glad to have the SRO, not necessarily for law and order. 
yeah. Truman. But particularly on the elementary level and the middle school level, the SRO was there to work with the young people mm -hmm. and to begin to get an understanding of what the young people thought of the SRO and police. Yeah. And I think when you had a good uh, communication and good coordination between that SRO and the students, you bridged that gap and students began to respect law enforcement more so than they had in other times. And I don't know whether, well, my opinion today is that we don't have the respect, a lot of people don't, for law enforcement that we should have. But that's but a horse of I different I think color. that has come from areas where, uh, mostly large city areas, yes, yeah. and, and there's very little relationship prior to uh, them butting heads, someone who's committed a crime, and and, and or, or even something as as simple as, as speeding out on the road yeah. or or those type things, and uh, just because they have a uniform and a badge on, they automatically get upset at the power and the control that officer has over them. But uh, if they had had strong SRO presence in their schools. They, most of them probably would not react to the same way that the ones that do where all the trouble seems well, to happen. Uh, Relationships is always oh yeah, the best yeah. way to deal with anything. Law enforcement is not a group of people to be feared. No. Law enforcement is a group of people who we need to respect and we need to uh, admire the job that they do. I mean, let's face it, these folks are going out on the road or in the towns and uh, you know I was told at one time and I don't remember who told me it may have been Eddie uh, the one of the worst calls that law enforcement get one that they despise the most is uh, family disturbance yeah because you never know what's going to happen and we see that from time to time and you know, these folks are, they're, they're, they're basically putting their lives on the line every time they walk out the door. When, when you go into a, a family disturbance like you, you just mentioned, uh, and you try to separate the two combatants, uh, usually husband and wife, that's what it normally is. And, uh, and one will take uh, the husband into the room and then the other one will take the wife in. And, and they try to find out exactly what started all the trouble yeah, to start yeah. with and, and, and try to get them calmed down enough that they can actually um, have some type of uh, cool relationship uh, after they leave. And, and sometimes they just have to literally take one away from the home right, yeah. and put them somewhere else. But the thing about it is when, when you go in, a lot of times they turn on the officer. Right. Both of them will turn right. on the officer, and it's caused a lot of deaths in law enforcement over the years. When you're 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 basically going in what most people would consider, ah, oh, it's no big deal, just separate them and whatever. Um, there's a lot of animosity uh, in that house, or they would not have called you to start with. It's, yeah, it's there before you ever get started. Yeah, <clears throat> I remember the. The Andy Griffith show where the, the, the two adults were hollering and carrying on with each other all the time, and he made them respond back to each other every day, yes, dear, no, yeah. dear. Uh, and, you know, that's, but 
It didn't last long, did it? No, it didn't. It doesn't last long today. Aren't you glad you have such a sweet wife and you got you guys get along all the time and we just we just celebrated fifty seven years of marriage yesterday. Bless your heart. No, bless 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 Dana's heart. heart. Yeah. Yeah. Well congratulations. Thank you. I've got to call an old friend of mine, Jerry Bush. Uh, Jerry, of course, went to school at Central High School, was an yeah. excellent basketball player. Yeah. And he and I were at Martin Junior College together. And uh, when I came home that weekend and got married and went back, Jerry and I were in the basement of the dorm playing ping pong. And he said, well, what'd you do this weekend? I said, well, I got married. And he said, all right. He said, what? You know, he was totally surprised that I called him every year on this day uh, and say, don't remember, don't forget now, I beat you in ping pong <laughs> on this day 57 years ago. But anyway. Where'd you and Janie go on your honeymoon? We went to Nashville, to uh, be honest with Gosh, you. Gosh, you took we, her all the way to Nashville. Well, uh, of course, we got married on Saturday, and I had to go back to school on Sunday afternoon. So that was that. We stayed at Holiday. Well, what's that old song that uh, uh, you got married in a fever? Uh, yeah. was it? When you <laughs> went guess. to Jackson? <laughs> we uh, we stayed at Holiday Inn down there on Mercer Road. Uh, we went. In fact, I asked her yesterday morning. I said, "Don't you want to go to Morrison's tonight?" And she said, "Do what?" I said, "Want to go to Morrison? You remember Morrison's cafeteria?" Oh, I remember it well. And that's where we went. Uh, on that Saturday night and eight, and then we went to Municipal Auditorium and went ice skating. Oh wow! I'd love so, to see you ice skating. Yeah, I, that was a sight to behold. But then uh, came back the next day, and I had to go back to school. So, but then uh, she moved to Martin with me at, when the semester changed. Mm-hmm. Of course, I couldn't live in the dorm anymore because I was married. So. We lived up on the hill with Miss Howell in an apartment, a big old house, kind of like some of those on East Main Street. Yeah, a lot but of good memories. A lot there. of good memories, some wonderful memories. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm so proud of y'all. Well, we've. You don't see that much. Well, our our generation, you, you do. do. Yeah. But but the other generations, they they, they don't they haven't um, followed suit. You might yeah, say. Yeah, it doesn't last that long. Yeah. Now, what time? All right, you're gonna have the meeting tonight. Now, are you going to do all the other stuff before you get to this? Yes. It's going to be the very last thing. Be the last thing on the agenda. <clears throat> and I requested that, and I said well, that's what we need to do because it may take longer in discussion, and I didn't want us to feel like anybody had to be rushed yeah. to get through with the other things that we do. We don't have a large agenda uh, before that, so it should take maybe... 20, maybe 30 minutes to get other parts of the agenda, then we'll mm. go right into the discussion of the director. Now, will there be any discussion with the public? Uh, will will they be able to say anything before all of this happens? Tonight? Yes. No. <clears throat> no, we've given them ample time, uh, and with the number of emails I've gotten, I think they've taken advantage of it, uh, time to make their recommendations and the things that they would like to see done. Uh, it'll be all board discussion, open discussion, and we'll proceed. I just... How much of it, the uh, 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 of the things that they wanted to be asked, um, I'm sure probably all of that has already been gone over, but uh, how much did you take in consideration 
what they were wanting for the the new superintendent. Well, most of, well, I take a lot of it into consideration, but yeah. most of it, most of the emails are not what they want. It's just telling us why candidate A should be selected because of the qualifications they've got and that sort of thing. Or where did they get that information? Well, they got it from the Zoom interviews last week, and also knowing the applicant. So they've already the the public has already had their opportunity yes. to to yeah, give yeah. their opinions. I had a uh, a lady from uh, Wilson County uh, who used to be here as an attorney, and she called me yesterday, and I really like her and thank the world of her to make a recommendation. She said, "Butch, I just want to let you know I've worked with this one, and this is what." blah 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 so forth and all the criteria and I said okay thank you very much and that's pretty nice for them to do that sure sure it is you know you, you ne I never mind you talking to anybody about education or anything else as far as that goes uh, you know uh, that's why they as my old saying is that's why they make vanilla chocolate and strawberries so everybody has a choice and so we'll have a choice tonight to make and hope the choice we make is what's best for the school system. Knowing you, you will be utilizing your experience in the school system to make a choice, but you will also listen to the people that are giving you recommendations, which, you know, um, they're citizens, and, and uh, it's their school system too, and, right. and they really... Uh, want to make sure that Murfreesboro school system is working at, at the highest level possible with someone that is going to, um, after they retire, maybe 20, 30 years from now, uh, they're going to be so happy with, with the decision that you guys are making. Because it's a big decision. That is a very big decision. It's a decision that could have an impact on 10 to 15 years. Yeah, in the school system because you get somebody that's going to be there that long and, and you know hopefully will stay and do a good job and will be in that position until they get to retirement of course it may not it may be something may occur that where the board uh, will go back and discontinue that contract the, the director of schools is the only person that the school board hires mm-hmm Everybody else in the school system is hired by the director. Yeah. So he or she is our one employee. And that's fine. That's the way it ought to be. That's what you call uh, dishing out responsibilities, I guess. When you run for um, the school board, that's one of the most, um, I, I guess, uh, responsible position that... Uh, is elected by the people in in the city, isn't it? Because you, you you guys have to make so many decisions under extenuating circumstances right. that are not always pleasant. No, and and tonight, Truman, we are not going to please everybody, and yeah. I'm well aware of that. Uh, but but you, but you're doing it through experience and true. and you guys. How long have you been working on this? Uh, as far as making well, your final selection, at least since October. Yeah, that's that's a you know, lot of work that you put in to make sure that you're putting the right person in in that position. You know, Linda Linda passed Linda Gilbert passed away I think in May. Yeah. 
So, well, actually, I guess since then we've been we've been working on it. Yeah, and 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 we, you we will know uh, as that person uh, takes that position, and and um, I, I I'm very hopeful, and 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 knowing you, I think the right person will be in that job. Well, I hope so, but here again, I'll say it is a board decision. Yeah, and I may not agree. But if that's the will of the board, then that's exactly what we'll do as far as I'm concerned. There, there probably won't be any discussion after the decision is made is how each person voted uh, um, as far as why somebody voted for this individual. It, I, I'm sure, will it be something like a 5-2 uh, margin or if it's, a, if it's all... What is it, board man? Seven? Is seven. that right? If it's seven and no, there won't be any discussion at all about it. Now, there may be some discussion on why I voted or I recommended these two and you mm -hmm. recommended those two, but I yeah. don't know that that was necessarily be done during the meeting mm -hmm. as far as that goes. Now, some reporter may ask, Butch, say, Butch, why did you select so-and-so? Well, okay. Uh, but as far as is that a proper question to ask somebody? If you're a news person and you ask, why did you do that? Doesn't that just leave a little bit of sour taste? Well, it, it could. It could, uh, particularly if they want to know why you recommended candidate A and candidate A did not get selected. Yeah. That may be. Uh, but now if somebody were to ask me, why did you recommend candidate A and Eventually, candidate was selected. Mm -hmm. Okay, then I can just say whatever I need on the on the positive side. Mm -hmm. I hope it's gonna mm -hmm. we're gonna be in a, and I think we will. I think I, I really have a lot of confidence in our board that it, all this tonight will be done in a positive way, and there won't be a lot of negatives and I hope so too. bickering back and forth. I really don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I think it's going to be positive. Uh, my prayers will have been answered if it is. I'll put it that way. I'll put in a prayer for you tonight. Thank you. Thank you. We need we need prayers and we need all the help yeah. we can get. And I think it'll it'll come about. I hope so. I hope so too, Butcher. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, you're you're a special individual. I'm very proud to have considered you and know that you're my good friend and all the great things that you've done for the community and. Uh, uh, I know that you're going to make the right decision, and I think that uh, Murfreesboro will be satisfied with what y'all do tonight. Well, I hope so. Yeah. But like I said, Truman, I don't. I hope everything is positive, but yeah. everybody is not going to be happy, yeah. and that's just that's life. That's the way it goes. But in the end, I hope that whoever is selected. And I think it will happen. I think that the teachers and the staff in Murfreesboro City Schools will get behind that person yeah. and continue to work and support, even though it may not be who Ms. Johnson as a teacher wanted, but I think Ms. Johnson will say, okay, that's the will of the people, that's the will of the board, and that's what we're going to do, and we're going to get by, and we're going to continue to make Murfreesboro City Schools an exemplary school mm -hmm. system. And uh, it, it, 
I think just about everybody's interested in what's going on. So they need to turn into the Murfreesboro cable TV. Uh, cable TV. And uh, if you, how in the world do you? I, I, it's a government channel, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And, and and then you select whether you want a county or a city right, or whatever. Right. Yeah, at six o'clock. Six o'clock. And it'll probably be what six thirty by the time you get to the vote. Maybe. Probably, probably so. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. It, it, it's going to be a special night for Murfreesboro tonight. I hope so. It's very special, and I hope it's very productive, and I think that it will be. I really do. Thank you, Butch. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. And and tell Janie happy anniversary. I will do so. All right, guys. Thank we'll see you. you in the morning. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.